Hello. Hello and welcome to episode 10. Ah, uh, we're double Yay. digits now. Yeah, um, this is supposed to, not supposed to be, but it's kind of like a milestone episode. It's like yeah. our 10th episode. Happy, happy 10th <clears throat> to TNK. Happy 10th, happy Halloween. Happy, yeah, we're recording this on Halloween, but yeah. it's not gonna. But it's not, yeah, it's not gonna be up on Halloween. It'll probably be like November. No, it will be November. It's going to be November, yeah. But um, happy Halloween anyway. We hope that you guys have like a safe and fun Halloween and that you did something cool. We we dressed up. Mm, we like got together and we all dressed up as the trio from Avatar The Last Airbender, as in um, Azula, Ty Lee, and Maeve. So it's a vibe. Like we didn't like have costumes or anything it's not like a cosplay thing it's just vibe vibes yeah we just like tried to have the inspiration there yeah okay so <clears throat> getting on to the topic of today it's not about costumes only um <laughs> it's actually quite a serious topic so i just want to issue a trigger warning it's going to be quite deep it's going to go into mental health issues health issues um <clears throat> And even like death, like it's, yeah. it's quite it's quite intense. So if you're not in the mental space to hear about this, because uh, it it can be very directly affecting. Cause also, I, like not exactly, but kind of like violence towards women or like yes, some type of like gruesome things involving women's bodies or people who can body horror body horror yeah things. people who can conceive so if that's too sensitive for you then it's okay maybe skip this episode <clears throat> because we're going to be diving into depth today about all of those things so today's episode is about the postpartum journey so what is the postpartum journey if you don't know what the term postpartum means, it just means the time period after someone has given birth and their recovery period from that pregnancy. Mm. So if you're thinking like recovery period from a pregnancy, like what what does that entail? What are the are there risks involved? Well, mm. You know, it's not very popularized in media and it's not very spoken about, but the risks that come after giving birth, like, let's not even talk about the pregnancy experience and giving birth itself, but it's not over when the baby is like there. Yeah. <clears throat> That's like something that is, it's still being like worked out of society is keeping pregnancy like under the wraps in terms of the risks and it's a lot to do with the patriarchy like trying to encourage like young women and even like little girls to want to aspire to be moms and to not be afraid by hiding the real experiences that people go through um during pregnancy and after pregnancy like cake said it doesn't end when you like push the baby out like mm. there's still you know months maybe even years of recovery that follow mm. and um it's not it's not a cup of tea it's not the best it's your and i wish that the older women in our lives would be more open and honest mm. about their experiences because 
I'm not going to sit here and say everybody has the same experience, right? I'm not saying that anyone was lying or that they were sugarcoating it, but <clears throat> the only way that we've really learned about how postpartum um, issues affect women is through like social media. Like, and that's crazy because there, I mean, there are so many women and people around us, and our own mothers, grandmothers, and like aunties and stuff that have had children but this isn't being spoken about and as he mentioned earlier it's it's a bit of a weird indoctrination mm. concept with like when little girls are younger to push onto them like okay you have a doll that is a baby mm. and you take care of them there's this whole popularized like fertility mm, trope which yeah. is a which is really weird if you come to like really think about it it's a choice that you have to make whether you want to you know have a child or not it's not something that's like should be embedded in you from mm. the get-go yeah yeah so we're wanting to shine some light on the after effects of you know pregnancy and giving birth as we said and it's not sunshine and rainbows you know most people expect like after you've had a baby this is this is like now you've made it now it's just like so joyful mm. and it's like babies laughs and sunshines and it's a beautiful colorful time but the reality of what mothers go through yeah is something completely in contrast and it's actually quite horrific mm. and it's something that you do need to keep in mind to make a properly informed decision if you're going to have you know children one day yeah because like as he said not even our own maternal figures mm. will open up about this and the thing is it's like we're not trying to <clears throat> scare anyone away from this or like be bitter about it because I, for one, am all for people making their own choices, but the thing is, there's a difference between a choice that is educated and one that is ignorant, right? So yeah. most of the time, women are making choices based on, like, 10% of the facts, mm. and what they learn is only from experiencing it firsthand. I mean, nobody tells them before, yeah. like, what's going to happen. Imagine now you're going to just decide to, like do something like okay i'm using this because this is what i'm doing right now like learning how to drive and someone's just gonna say like oh learning how to drive is the one pedal is to accelerate and the one is to do um brakes and then you know you can do your clutch and then whatever and then you get in the car and then you're like oh my word i don't know half the stuff that i'm supposed to know mm -hmm. and then it leads to like a life-ending experience yeah. which is you know, not to not to be like the grim reaper about everything, but that is the reality of pregnancy. So to start off with, I'm going to talk about postpartum depression. So postpartum depression is a complex mix of physical, emotional and behavioral changes that happen in some women after giving birth. Postpartum depression is a form of major depression that begins within four weeks after delivery. It's linked to chemical, social, and psychological changes that happen when having a baby. The term describes a range of physical and emotional changes that many new mothers experience. It can be treated with medication and counseling. My source here is WebMD. So you're hearing this and you're thinking, okay, now why is this 
specifically subscribed to postpartum experience and I can say from witnessing it firsthand in many like of the maternal figures in my life in what happened to them after giving birth that they you go into this very deep depression and it's not because okay you like a bad person you're not happy to have your baby oh that's probably what everyone's gonna say it's probably what men are gonna say because yeah. they're just here like oh no you're being such a like a bad mother you're being such a bad mother because yeah. you're like sad and the, you don't understand that it's an actual like diagnosed widespread experience mm, mm. of women and this can put you in such a like deep and dark place i know someone who <clears throat> very close to me and experienced postpartum depression for four years after giving birth a solid four years had to go to counseling had to be on like antidepressant medication because this affects you deeply mm-hmm. pregnancy is no like walk in the park and the after effects is not only on your body because we can get into that but it's also psychologically yeah. it takes a toll yeah <clears throat> the thing about um like you were saying uh, just now, is that people, mainly like men, but women as well, are afraid of saying that they're going through this, these things. Maybe they're not lying to us, maybe they like want to speak up, but society has this thing that if you say anything negative about your like pregnancy experience or your child, you're like automatically a bad like parent or exactly. a bad mother, bad whatever. Yeah. And that's what keeps us from learning is that like mom like moms and parents are so afraid of saying anything bad or educating us on the risks of you know pregnancy and what happens to them after that they'll rather just keep it to themselves and there's a whole generation of women that go through this not knowing a single thing Mm. i mean like like i said earlier with learning about it i mean tiktok that an yeah. app that's supposed to be like funny and like you know stupid and catered to gen z i mean how many things do we learn on there i've seen so many moms like new moms talking about the actual horrible like body horror experiences yes. that they go through yes and what the care is like after pregnancy mm, i mean mm-hmm. that's stuff that how, how are you supposed to know that until unless somebody tells you and you only learn about it when you're actually pregnant yeah and then they're like okay well you have to do this and this and this and then you're like whoa it's so like you it's like an under the table type yeah, deal yes. because it's like don't show this to everyone it's supposed to be all like pink or blue pretty faces like little kitty clothing and and this this whole like new baby trope but do we not care about the lives of mothers and people who you know you're actually deciding this is a new journey that you want to embark on don't misinform someone Mm -hmm. you're going to give them a completely like warped perception of what good is supposed to be and what an enjoyable experience is supposed to be Mm -hmm. and you should go into a situation aware yeah aware of the effects so now we're going to go on to the physical effects. Well, I'm going to go on to that. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to speak about, so warning, very heavy things ahead. But firstly, we're going to go into postpartum hemorrhage. Postpartum hemorrhage is more bleeding than normal after the birth of a baby. Up to 1 in 100 to 5 in 100 women have postpartum hemorrhage. It is more likely with a cesarean birth. 
because more often happens after the placenta is delivered but it can also happen later so postpartum hemorrhage may be caused by tears in the delivery area tear in the blood vessel in the uterus bleeding in the hidden tissue or space in the pelvis blood clotting disorders placenta problems so they're also talking about risks in this um, article wait let me just give you my source this is stanford children's health so they're saying that some women are at more risk than others and if you think about it like let me put it at a, like a period dichotomy some women are not really in pain in their period but some women really are mm. and you don't know until you get your period yeah right? so some women are at great risk of postpartum hemorrhaging yeah and you don't know until you're there i mean how terrifying is that and now terrifying even more so if no one's told you now this can happen to yeah. you so there's this like extreme body horror mm. occurring to women and i think for up to six weeks after giving birth you are bleeding out in immense amounts to the point where you need to wear adult diapers mm. during yeah. that whole time and it's not like oh like period blood because you know some men can't even handle the thought of like their, their girlfriends or something being on periods for like five days and it's like oh that's so disgusting and period blood isn't even the worst of the worst not that it's bad okay <laughs> but this is your uterus cleaning itself out after hosting a life yeah so it's not gonna be like smelling like lavender and being a great time i've heard about that hey i've heard uh moms and new parents saying how they were not prepared for the smell like it's not terrible but it's it's definitely nothing it's, it's a not shock. even like period blood it smells like bad of course it's, it's a it's, shock no one's told yeah you. it's like stuff left over in your body from a human being but mm -hmm. it was like inside you so you can't expect it to be like you know just water and a little bit of blood coming out and um with like the care after uh pregnancy a lot of moms are saying how because kate was saying this happens like postpartum hemorrhage is like more pre prevalent with moms who have cesarean, cesarean births but then like parents who give birth like through the vagina they experience a different end of the spectrum yeah. which is vaginal tearing yes which nobody talks about as well i mean i like never heard about that from my maternal figures nobody told me i had to learn on my own that your fucking vagina can like tear yeah all the way from like where the baby gets pushed out to like your to your, your anus yeah to your anus basically like that whole area can tear open and it's like okay if this is is such a thing it can't only be happening to like a few people and the thing is like maybe even people will be like sitting there at home you'll be like okay this is normal this happens to a lot of people what's the issue they can just stitch you up and go that's what is alarming is that exactly like, this is normal why are you so desensitized to the horrors that women's bodies have like to it go is through? normal i'm not gonna say it's not something that happens because our bodies are yeah it's something you that know, happens but it's not something that is like that we should chill. be okay with yeah you know it's like well if you're gonna be pregnant then you're just gonna have to accept that this is gonna happen you're to just you. gonna have to accept the fact that like your organs get like rupture and tear and you can bleed out and that your body will never be in the same shape i'm like you know 
it it just seems a little bit biased it just seems like you're keeping information from yeah, us yeah it's like people are like no you just need to show us the good sides of pregnancy like the mom glow the like you know the nice the big bump like you know the things that are like nice for other people yeah, where to it's see. like oh fertility goddess yeah, like, like you wow, know you're glowing, shining you look golden. amazing but then everything bad you need to keep behind closed doors nobody else is supposed to know and yeah that's what i don't like it's like we said earlier it's this like subtle indoctrination trying to like keep it so that women and little girls and you know can carry on being pregnant and like i'm not gonna be here like well nobody should ever get pregnant so this is why we're putting this out because that's no you know Mm -mm. even parents who like know all these things will still choose to be like well i still want yes but that's the difference you are you're making like an a informed. fully well-rounded, yes. informed decision, not based off of a few like, n- like unexplained facts and a few like things where people are like, no, don't worry, that's not gonna happen to yeah, you. Yeah, it's like, oh no, don't worry about this like one in five chance that you could like. And uh, excuse me, like, like, how do you know that I'm not gonna be like the one? How in do you five? know? You don't know, and that's an awfully like small number yeah but that's the thing it's like women's bodies are not seen as like important enough to like count for those it risks. just seems at this point it's objectification because it's like if i can put it this way and this is going to be very okay it's a it's a intense analogy but if you think about like you know animals at a farm like chickens or cows it's just like okay as long as you're producing this amount of milk this amount of eggs as long as you're producing this amount of things then it's it's like they don't objectively care about yeah what like that animal's body goes through mm-hmm. so it's just like use it as much as it can to produce what it needs to and then it's just like whatever and there's a difference here okay firstly it's not okay to abuse animals thank you very much <laughs> but at the other point, you just viewing this like a production factory. Yeah, ex- yeah, that's basically what society views. I think that's just what it as. comes down to. It's like a production factory for human beings, and we are inherently like expected to want to do this. It's like, yeah. Why wouldn't you want to like give your yeah. body up? Why would you not want to like sacrifice yeah. your life? And I'm like, I'm like, you know, stop, like, stop, like putting a hero yeah. like thing on the sacrifice of women's bodies for like, you know. The maintenance of the human race like yeah i am not saying that women shouldn't be because that is a gift that we are given but it's mm. our choice but it's our choice whether we exactly now you know? that's the thing make an informed decision and use the gift of the woman body in in every facet of what it is to make your own decision of whether you want to do this you know it's it's, it really shouldn't just be a prescribed expectation. Yeah. And there really shouldn't be the stigma around you if you don't want to. Mm. The last thing I want to speak about, well, not the last thing, like we're closing off, but my last like source point here is death after pregnancy. <laughs> so death after giving birth is often caused by conditions like heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, and others. It's vital to meet with your doctor or your what's the name of the gynecologist Mm. sorry before conception before conception to talk about everything you can do to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy recovery my source here is revere health so 
here at least in medical articles they say like speak with your gynecologist before this because you are at the risk of death yeah like do people realize this do people realize that it's a near life-ending experience and i don't want to make it be like a thing because you know what i love kids yeah i love babies and children and stuff like that i also love women and i love y'all being educated about what you're walking into yeah so I, I really think that it's necessary for you to know that this isn't just going to be an inherently, like, glowing, bright experience. Yeah, yeah. And I know that people are going to say, well, the medical world is so far, like, um, developed now. We're not at the point where it's just natural births anymore. Like, many people live. And yes, many people live. And there are still many people dying afterwards. Yeah. And... I mean, as far as the medical world has developed, a lot of it has been serving to the patriarchy yeah. because we are actually very far behind when it comes to women's bodies. Simple example, look at birth control. Yeah. Like, a contraceptive isn't even well-developed enough to protect you against, like, falling into severe depression, mm-hmm. inducing cancer, all of these things. And it's like, there's a old textbook full of the side effects of like this birth control that we just so also expected yeah and then it's like okay well maybe we're not as developed as we think we are Mm. um the thing is like with the postpartum experience there's also like parents that have experienced like which sounds it sounds bad right this is why people don't talk about it because it sounds so horrible you'd be like why would someone think this way why would they do this but it's a chemical imbalance so it's not like they can control it and it's like experiencing extreme like aversion to the the newborn baby Mm, mm. where i've like seen mothers that have said that they when they gave birth they couldn't even stand to be in the same room as the their child yeah and it's not that they like you know hateful or like evil Mm. people no it's because of the like hormonal experience and the fact that they are going through like an insane depression and you hosted this whole life form for nine months and it's suddenly removed yeah and that it's a lot to come to terms with exactly and people have to be hospitalized to keep themselves from either hurting themselves or their like new child Mm. And I think there's just a big stigma around any like mother being like so, like a slight bad mothers, mother. You mothers know? having any sort of like negative feelings and not in the aspect where like we think it's negative but how society perceives yeah. it. Yeah. Because you are allowed to feel whatever you want to feel. I mean for goodness sake you just gave birth to mm-hmm. like a, a whole life form. You created this being in your body. It, obviously there's going to be some like shortage afterwards and a rebalancing of yeah. things that need to occur and it's not like we always have the most support when it comes to these things and no. a lot of a lot of parents a lot of people who give birth after the experience it's just expected that you go back to normal i mean like even your partner may not be oh. as you know supportive or understanding as you need them to be and I've seen a lot of women that have literally divorced their partners because of what happens after they give birth. I mean, it's like they want to have sex too soon. They don't understand why you're so moody. They men. Are... We like I say partner, but I mean men. Like I mean because the thing is, men are like they they more taxing and take more maintenance than an actual newborn child. They're gonna be there 
and I've I'm not saying this like I don't know talking nonsense okay I've experienced like witnessed mm. this happening in very close circles of my life several times and it's revolting just after this like this mother who wanted a child for such a long time gave birth it's like the love of her life mm. now you know it's it's her baby then her husband at the time this man got all twisted up in a knot because he wasn't getting attention and you mm. know what i mean because it's like now this baby's taking priority i mean of course i mean you can do things for yourself this baby can't even like but the thing is you even the way that you have to say it is so bad because it seems as if the father is not a co-parent like aren't you also it's, a parent now 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 you, you see men in this in this situation it's always just like oh and i hate when this is it it's like oh we're pregnant no you're not no the hell you're not all you had to do was just like that progressive bs it's like oh yeah it's our pregnancy it's our no like, you're not carrying anything no. you're not like hosting the after effects you're not like feeding this child from your own body like it, let's not even go into that they're talking about the bare minimum of emotional support that they provide and then they're like no but it's us we're doing this together it's like, like what, what do, do they do most men lose their minds and faint in the hospital room when they when they um wife is giving birth but then you want to say like you you on an equal ground that she's the one who's actually having like the baby taken out of her body no but they can't accept that it's like men are selfish it's yes. not even that's what makes selfish, me so self absorbed anything that's not like when your partner when you have a child and this is what like i i saw a study on psychologies of like married couples and why they divorced and a lot of the psychologists were saying that it starts when they have a child and not because it's the child's fault no but because men like you said they start getting less of the attention and care from their partner because there's a whole other human being that they need to look after this this child is fresh out of the womb doesn't know how to do anything for themselves okay they can't even see right when they come out of the womb and you a fully fledged adult who made the decision to impregnate someone now you want to get the attention now you throwing a tantrum because for for a couple of it's not even two months it's like a month and a half where your where your wife or your like girlfriend's body is internally recovering mm. you can't you can't wait you and your little man can't wait yeah so that's what we wanted to like shine a light on is just you need to be informed and this is mainly for like women people who give birth like people who give birth yeah don't go into this situation like clouded by emotion and just like you know i really want like a kid and i i know that this is what i want like yeah have your choices but do a lot of research and like, mm. talk to other people who have experienced this before and people who are going to be honest with you not someone who's going to try and sugarcoat it and be like oh it was amazing i didn't have any problems you see and that's the thing is like we're speaking from the perspective of like gen z and the most of our audience is gen z and we're approaching that like time in our lives where you're like wanting to get married be with your significant other for a period of time we're at that point where we're getting like financial independence and making a lot of adult decisions mm. and just for those where you need to be informed to make the right decision yeah so does that apply to this hmm so we hope we're not scaring anyone out of anything but we kind of do i mean <laughs> 
<laughs> the thing is this was scary okay it was and we're not gonna hide that but the, that's the whole point of like tea and cake we're confronting the like issues that it's not easy to talk about mm-hmm. it's not even easy for us yeah it's not like we're sitting here like with you know the most um we're here like oh we can't wait to like tell someone that their pregnancy is going to end yeah. badly and that they're going to like and that's not what pain. we're doing we're not gonna, we're not going to be here like i don't know grim reapers yeah looming like over your shoulders everything we're not catastrophizing we're just being real with you mm-hmm. you see we're not sweeping it under the rug and we're not going to we're not going to let you go into a situation where you're not aware and for any men listening yo <laughs> She like pointed at the <laughs> mic and like looked straight at it. I'm like, looking Whoa. at you. Y'all, y'all don't know. Hearing this, if you decide to be an ass to your wife, to your girlfriend, to the person having your child, yo, I will haunt you. You don't understand. <laughs> we'll die and split amongst the world of disgusting men like horcruxes and just haunt them yeah all, all equally no, that's what i'm doing simultaneously isn't that what we already plan to do no when we die? we're doing that by the way like when we die hopefully the technology is there i'm gonna like form my soul into a bunch of different ghosts mm-hmm. and put my main body in a horcrux and then i'll like haunt as many men as i can we have the power to do that i think we have the range yeah it's called the divine feminine it's like, gonna it's it's gonna be the tea and cake men get ready because you will pay <laughs> <laughs> but um that's the end of this episode guys so thank you for listening yes thank you for listening um i know it was heavy but i really do appreciate you taking the time hmm. and we hope you guys have a safe halloween a safe week and we'll see you in the next one we'll see you our teacups enjoy your festive season Oh, and don't forget to actually check us out on... Yes, on social media. <laughs> yeah, thank you for reminding me. So, um, in our on our social media, on Instagram at TNCakePodcast, and in our bio, our link tree is there for all our other socials. Yer! Goodbye!